They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my area here, joined as always by Eric Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy. But that always cracks you up. Today I was laughing at the here part, but that's an inside <laughs> joke I can't get into. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't get into that here. Right. Marvin's kind of big timing us today. I think I saw him eating before 1215, which is, uh, I don't know if he thinks he's a front room guy now, but. <clears throat> I have an observation. Go ahead. Um,. I noticed Mario wolfing down a rib at about 12.02. You were right next to me. No, I didn't have one. Yeah, you did. I went and got one after. But so you I, ate beforehand. Um, that were, This isn't about you me. You just narked yourself out. This isn't about me. Your, your narking finally came back to, to right, well, Let's get the spotlight you. back on Mark. <laughs> Marv, how was it sitting in the front room today? It was cool. Uh, you know what? It's a different experience, obviously. But, um, you know, it was good. Scene was really helpful with stuff on the board and all that. So had a good time. They're crazy. Like Friday Fritzy being out there, I couldn't control like some of the faces I was making. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with him? Yeah. So nah, but it was a good time though. Is it a little bit more intense out there um, as opposed to being back here as far as like how they're communicating like while we're on air with radio? To me, not really. No. No, I don't think it's more intense. You know, I always feel like because you can't see them Mm -hmm. and they might be like, you know, oh, need this, need this now. Mm -hmm. But you're hearing it the way you want to hear it when they say they need something now. But they're not saying it aggressively when they're on air, you're saying? No, but I can't. So you guys brought in a piece of sound of uh, Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just see Paulie typing at his computer and he's typing you, obviously, to get the sound. And so I don't see anything. I'm looking at Dan. I'm watching the board. I'm watching the phones. So all that intensity, it's not you're there. Ha- you're happy that it wasn't being directed at you this time? I mean, it's it's fine because they pay us to do that. Yeah. So that's fine. But from this standpoint, it, there was no it, like there's no intensity to like if there's a fire drill. That's back there. Yeah, yeah. You got to. This is where I big time you guys like, you know what? (laughs) Guys, guys. You guys deal with that. I don't have time for your little (laughs) antics in the back room. Relax. I had a couple of uh, questions for you, Marvin, because I noticed the first hour you didn't even reach for your microphone on off button. But by the third hour, they were talking about the 49ers and you were like raising your hand and you were, I thought you were going for your mic. So you think that's going to happen by the end of next week or are you going to be. It's got to be hard if you're out there to not contribute or not want to contribute. Right. I think it was one of those things, especially to like, especially today, where it was speak when spoken to. Mm-hmm. And you were still hesitant to talk when the career salary stuff happened. Like, Dan had to actually direct something at you for you to feel comfortable to even turn your mic on. Yeah, because I'm not a Danette. Like, I'm just sitting there. To, like, run the board. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't over there during the look-ins. Like, oh, let me sit down on the couch and cross my legs. <laughs> like, oh, like, hey, Rob, Mario, you know. Sorry, I messed up your name like that. It's Mario. Thank you. Thank you for the respect, Marvin. I have something that I want to play. Get that up on the iPad. All yeah. right, guys. 
looking right here. <laughs> nah, nah. Let me make sure I have this all set up because I didn't want to sit there and raise my hand and all right, we're going to you know Larry in Wisconsin, and I'm over here trying to you know make a point, and I'm not doing my job here, right? So Seaton's job is to be like a Danette and run the board. I'm just there to run the board. Yeah. So no, you're wrong. What if you could end up just taking over, though, Mark? You know what? I ain't going there. Someone might object to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just hap- happy to be out there, happy to contribute. You looked good. And, you know. And you didn't, weren't, like, picking your nose or anything, you know, like because you're obviously you're not used to being on the camera for the whole three hours. That's what you do <laughs> during the show? Me? Yeah, I mean. No. I feel like you're projecting a little bit. I mean, I'm not really. I mean, so I'm sure some people probably do, you know, dig around. I mean, on the show, you brought it up, so. <laughs> Eric. In that vein, Marvin, I'm curious to watch your outfits for the next week. Since you're going to be on on camera, you're going to have all those matching everything: the shoes, the you laces, like, like Huggy Bear yeah. from Starsky and Hutch. You should go backward hat fitted. You know what's funny? Now, sometimes I've been in the habit of wearing sweatpants. Yeah, I will not, do. I will not be wearing sweatpants out there this coming week. They don't even yeah. see your sweatpants, though. If I stand up, they'll see the sweats. But you know what? I'm gonna wear some slacks. Wow! You should. You know what okay, would be maybe, funny if okay. you if you like came in like a suit one day. Okay, maybe what and look like Dylan. Remember yeah. Dylan came in one day with a suit. You yeah, should, I did that for a couple weeks. You should come in with like a suit, a shirt, and tie. That would be hilarious. And then tight gray sweatpants. But then I gotta buy. You have a, a suit, Mark. I have a tuxedo you can borrow. It's probably not oh, gonna fit you. No, no, no. Him. I want to wear his track jacket. He wore it to the Emmys party. You should you wear sunglasses wear one day. You should really just do like a couple days of ridiculous. Yeah, smoke a cigar. Eric? Yeah, but all kidding aside, <laughs> if you did that, you'd get roasted so hard for trying to get attention. Like, you know, there's, it's a big show, right? And obviously we all kind of have our voice here. And sometimes there's like a feeling about people wanting to be on camera or to make it about themselves. So if you do anything to make it about yourself, you're going to get roasted for it. So as the guy who's been here the longest, I would tell you, do not do that. It could still work out in Mark's favor. It could go both ways. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's content. Yeah. It could be like, man, maybe it looks so swaggy that it's like, you know what? It's pretty dope. I mean, speaking from experience, like it'll be content at your expense, but I mean, you're still providing content. All right. But did you guys see what I did? I just kind of put my head down. I only spoke when spoken to. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? That sounded like Mario just now. Yeah, I only spoke when spoken to. Sorry. Why, why are you going to come at me? I said sorry. I said sorry. You're the nicest person to me. I said sorry. You're the only person I can trust in this studio. But it was nice seeing you out there, Mark. Um, I hope to see you some more, and I hope to you interact some more with the guys next week. I'm you, interested to see how you, how it plays out. You will see me some more. I'll be out there all next week. I know. Is it any different doing it? Because you've done it when the guys are not in studio. They were like in Chicago and you were running the board. Do you feel any different? I mean, you're not contributing, so. But is it any different as far as what you're doing? Oh, yeah. It's way different because they're out there. So it's a whole different dynamic, you know, when they're not there. But when they are, they're right next to you. They're in front of you. It's a definitely uh, a different different experience. But it was good, though. All right, let's get to some other stuff that happened this week. Sean Payton, I think, probably made the big news of the week as far as our show. And he was, I mean, that sound was used universally throughout sports media. We didn't know that was going to happen to like, very last minute. Right, Eric? 
Yeah, so it was kind of funny because I, I don't even know what time it was. It was maybe like 8.30 or 9 o'clock, and it was like, oh, Sean Payton might be joining us. Like, okay. And we had the interview with Kevin James that we had taped on Monday that we weren't sure when it was going to air, and it was slated to air at 11.30. And then it was 11 or 10.59, and I'm like, I don't know when we're airing this because we was rumblings we were going to air it at at uh 11 and then we aired, ended up airing at like 11:05 and um and then it was like I know specifically it was 11:13 all of a sudden I see on the Zoom computer Sean Payton's name come up like he wants to join the meeting and I'm like wow all right it's actually happening cuz Fritzy had conf- had said to talk to him overnight he said it was like midnight or 1 a.m. and he was like oh yeah yeah I'll be on it at 10:20 uh uh mountain time or central time whatever time zone it was and um who then all morning Fritzy was reaching out to him trying to get him to commit. And I guess it makes sense. He's moving and, you know, kind of going through a life change. And so that's why he didn't get a hold of us. But yeah, he showed up and it was obviously a great interview. And yeah, definitely made the rounds uh, all over social media and uh, all the other broadcast media too. I like those interviews. I like when we have those kind of last minute things. I know it's um, an inconvenience for us, but I like seeing our show, you know, it was on get up this morning, the seat and or the, uh, Sean Payton audio, uh, Dylan. It is funny when we have like the news breaking stuff, especially when like that, that was kind of last minute because I'll see like obviously snippets of the interview pop up on different publications on social media and stuff and TV. And then I look at the graphic the second time, like, I really hope I spelled everything right on this one. <laughs> obviously, it's important for all of them, but those ones like the JJ Watt cell phone thing from two weeks ago or whatever that was, that kind of made the rounds a little bit. Yeah. And I was looking and I was like, yeah, it looks, I think everything looks good there. You had one, right? What was the the one that was like blatantly bad and it made pretty big news? Charles Barkley. Barkley, yeah, right before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. It's my own little flair, you know. Yeah. I, I just was, I, I actually think I literally just put flip flop two words. It like didn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean a lot of the I stuff call that you do, pulling a Mario. A lot of the stuff you do doesn't make sense, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But Right. We had a caller falling asleep on air this week. <laughs> that was funny. We've had this before, so we've had callers fall asleep. But I think the guy's really going back and forth with him, or not going back and forth with him, going back into it, leaving him on hold, then a couple you know, minutes or you know, next segment going back to him. I think that's what really made this one special and different. Dylan? He also had like a painful-sounding snore. It yeah. was not just like your run-of-the-mill snore. Like, there's some issues going on up, up there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then he called back awake the next day and was even more boring than someone who <laughs> passed out. Eric. That's what made me laugh because, like, he got to talk for, I don't know, three or four minutes on air. And if he if that hadn't happened and he hadn't fallen asleep the previous day, it would have been unlikely he got more than 20 seconds on air, to be honest. Because, like, yeah, he, he didn't have a whole lot uh, to say, but it was really funny. And Marvin would have gotten a message like, yeah, uh, yeah, don't let that guy calls. on anymore. <laughs> don't let that guy on anymore. That's the beauty about being up front. <laughs> so we had uh, Dan this week. I mean, I wasn't planning to bring this up, but I thought it was funny. Um, I walked into the control room where Eric was and Dan was in there. And I was shaking my, I had a protein shake and I was shaking it. But I was shaking it rather aggressively, obnoxiously, Eric. What do you say? Mario isn't the most self-aware of his physical disposition and when he rocks, walks in the room. He walks in like, hey, what's up? I'm here. Everybody notice me. And I'm going to look at you up, down, left, right. Like you have a very particular way that you enter a room. 
And I, I don't think it's conscious, but you do it. And so you kind of stood in the doorway, shook your thing. I was like, hey, I'm here. Look at me. What's it's Mario. On? Talk to me. And Dan's like, you're typical. I wasn't sure if you had talked to him out in the kitchen as well. Like, had you already talked to him and then went? No. So I was out in the kitchen. I was pouring my my protein shake. And he looked at me. He said, hey, F45, this gym that I go to. And then I said, and I just gave him the peace and love sign. And then I was going back into the control room because I was just, I, I think I had to t- actually tell you something legitimately. Uh, and then Dan told me that I am a typical millennial and I was just seeking attention. All right. So this question is for Eric and Dylan. So if me and Mario switch places, what would Mario be wearing out on the, uh, if he was one of the front room guys? A tux. I, at the expense of, again, being made, made fun of, I'd wear a tux. I know it would, you know, come off as, oh, Mario's seeking attention, but I think it would be funny. The uh, the tux would definitely play way better if Marvin did that than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because he's cooler. He, he has a little bit more and... of a humble personality than I do, I guess. No, just cooler. Like generally, all around, one hundred percent cooler. No, no, yeah, no. Eric, Mario would one hundred percent make this about him. And he would make, try to make a splash every day. And if by like nine twenty they didn't talk to him about what he was wearing, he would have a pouty face on and would keep. I do not walk just, around pouty, just like Todd does. If they don't, if Dan doesn't go to him for a particular uh, piece, then you would be like, "Hey, what's the matter? You didn't notice I matched my underwear and my socks?" Like, <laughs> you know, it, it can't it can't be the same thing. You guys are saying that I walk around with pride, and then you're saying that I'm pouting. It can't be both. For some somehow you amazingly are able to pull it off. <laughs> I can't be both arrogant and pouty. I got to be one or the other. Textbook, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but somehow you pull it off every day. Marv, Eric's right. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but you do it. I, I don't know. You uh, are like a big B word in the morning, and like I don't like waking baby? up early. Baby, too. yeah, baby. Da I don't. Baby. I don't like to talk in the morning. You I like are to da baby in the morning. I like to come in, do my work, and then. No, it's not that, but you're like. Eh. After I've done my stuff, 9 o'clock, then I'm into it. It's just the way you carry yourself. Uh, if you'd like, I can show you some security footage of the way you walk. I would like that. And it's just like it's like someone has like propped you up on a pedestal, and you have a little bit of tension around your waist, and it's making you puff your chest out just a little bit, but also your legs are kind of like you're, wa- you're waddling at the same time, but you're confidently waddling. It's very, it's very interesting. Yeah, these all seem like oxymorons. Exactly. That's literally you. <laughs> it's like English, Spanish. Marv. <laughs> is Mario the one per- the one BRG where you'd be like, if he's out in the front, like, oh, he's trying to be the new Danette? <laughs> no, I think I'm a little, I think I'm self-aware. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think I'm self, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty self-aware that I wouldn't do that. And I know how Dan feels about that kind of stuff. So, I, again, I wouldn't do that. I would try to do something to provide content, even if it's at my expense. But obviously, I know I'm not a Danette or I'm not going to be a Danette. Like, it's got to be natural. So I had career salary music and it became like a small little bit. But that was not my intention. But like now you go with it because it wasn't like, oh, let me try to, you know, 
ingratiate myself into the show. You did bring this up to me prior to the show today that you were going to try to play some sound to throw things off. So F O H. I didn't know such thing. I thought you were going to say F 45, which by the way, <laughs> as like the name of it, is that like, um, cause that's kind of like a demographic, right? Like it's like F 34 to, or no, 35 to, uh, to 44. F 45 simply means functional 45 minutes. Nah. For females, 45 and over. That's not true. Mark Wahlberg does it. He's Jack. Good for him. So you're obviously filling in, Marv, because Seton is going to be away next week. I thought it was pretty cool that Jim Cantor, he had clearly a bunch of research done about Seton's trip. Eric? In true DP show fashion, though, like yeah. some stuff was omitted, <laughs> you know, and it's like, hey, I was like, man, I hope one of us in the back didn't provide that, which we didn't. So thank God. But, it was Todd. Uh, <laughs> it, I what a we're, snitch. Uh, snitching is like let's not even talk about that everyone thinks everyone's a snitch because the whole thing here's the problem with working here yeah is that everything is about content so no matter what you do it's you're always thinking like oh could this be used so like uh eric weeks the camera guy has been accusing me of being a snitch but i think i told dan something no i told you something told me something that um was for content and uh we're not gonna say what it was and uh he thinks i'm a snitch now which is like fine and i told dan something too i don't remember what it was but it was again for content i feel uh, like everybody just talks we all kind of and it, i don't know if it's intentional or it just kind of comes out marv yeah i'm with you i mean i'm still gonna call you a snitch but i don't i never think it's with uh like malice, malice. like none of his with malice like all of it's about content like and you know you're just talking right you're not like somebody didn't say don't tell anybody this but yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm gonna get these jokes off. If it, Eric, I think it is tough though because when like everything's about content, but then some things and personality traits that are good for content and for show, like I mean, not, I'm not necessarily trying to call out Paul, but like some of his snide remarks and like terseness that makes for good radio. Sometimes when it's not for content, can be. It can be kind of tough to handle, to be honest, right? And, like, he knows that. He's self-aware. It's not anything he doesn't know. But, like, so, you know, it, it, but it's just funny how it's, like, if it's good for radio, it may or may not be good for not radio. But, anyways, I don't know, Marvin. You got a whole week of being on camera with Seton gone. It, is anybody jealous that they're not on the trip? Does anybody wish they were going? I wish I was going. I was supposed to go, I think. So, beforehand... Before they started this all, or McLovin was supposed to go, and I was going to go yeah. with McLovin. Well, that was interesting because it really there was supposed to be two vans, and there are actually going to be two vans, but only one of them was getting modified to be this custom off road. The other one was going to kind of just be more of a generic sprinter van with like passenger seats and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you and McLovin were going to go, but the other one's not ready, and there's just a lot of logistics. So we're not not doing that because McLovin's not in the show anymore. Yeah. Because we don't also don't have that van. The, you know, it's interesting. What? The van is not here yet. And, and it's supposed to get here Sunday night overnight, and you know hopefully this this blizzard and stuff doesn't create any sort of major infrastructure issues that would prevent the van from getting here. But I mean, there's a legitimate chance that the van's not ready by Monday morning, um, which I think is fascinating that <laughs> it's this close, even though we've known about it for so long. Uh, supply chain issues, da da da. You know, ultimately, the the, the client Mercedes um, wanted the to have the van here and have Dan and all the guys here and kind of have like a send off. So we're hopefully going to do that Monday morning and then send uh, Brendan, the French kid, and uh, and Seaton on their way. Uh, I'm excited to see the um, have Seaton's going to join every day. 
um, I think in the second hour um, and just kind of give like a check in uh, over Zoom. So I'm excited to kind of see what his backgrounds look like. Like, where is he going to find good Internet in, you know, in between City A and City B, you know, Um so I'm excited to see that. And then also just so people kind of know, so they're also going to be doing like clips every day on social media of like of kind of like a vlog style of like what their day was like. And we'll be showing kind of shorter versions of those on uh, Peacock the next day. So it's officially 42 hours to drive straight through from Milford to the straightest route you can go, assuming no traffic. It's 42 hours, right? Is that going somewhat along the route that he's going through? Yeah, it kind of skips the Tennessee part and, and goes like through Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. So let's say it's 48 hours, right? So six days and eight hours a day. So they could still, if they didn't get to leave till later Monday or even Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. but that would... You know, losing two hours of kind of freedom every day because they're not just driving. They're trying to make, um, you know, a documentary or a little vlog of sorts of their trip as well as uh, contribute to the Dan Patrick show live. And um, so they're not going to be able to be as efficient. And then obviously, if they can, they want to meet up with uh, fans and like, you know, whatever. So um, it can be done if, you know, eight hours a day for six days, let's say it's 48 hours total. Um, you can do it. Um, you know, I think the original plan was the van was going to get here like yesterday and then they were going to leave today after the show or Saturday morning. And that would have been a much more leisurely trip. Um, so losing those two extra days, um, I think has been may not have worked out though, given what the, uh, weather forecast is in our area. Well, I think they would have left today. Right. And then they would have gotten, cause like a hundred miles west of here, there's, I mean, no snow. Yeah. So as long as they got to like Pennsylvania or something like that, they could have crashed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's I'm really interested to see uh, how the week goes, and I think we should try to get Seton on twelve fifteen. Next Seton week. and Brendan, they can call from the car next week and uh, get them on twelve fifteen. Get get what it was like for them. Have you ever done a cross country? Anybody here done like a cross country trip like that? The longest driving trip I've done as an adult was actually to the Miami Super Bowl. My wife, uh, Penny, and I, my wife is not Penny. My wife is Camila, mm-hmm. and my dog, my dog, Penny, Penny's Bang Biscuits, um, we drove, um, it was a rental car, like a SUV, and then a trailer full of uh, set pieces and stuff from Milford down to Miami, did that in two days, uh, and then did the t- return trip. Uh, so uh, that's the long, that's, that was a lot of driving. It was ten, uh, almost 12 hours a day you know, for two days each direction. It was, it was rough. Did you do it all or she, uh, chipped I did 100% of the driving. Wow. Um, that drive to Florida is a haul too. Um, but I did the longest I've done. I did. I drove out to school in Colorado from Connecticut once. That's a long drive. Wow. It's like 28 hours or something. Not quite all the way across though. Not quite. It's long though. You get like, especially once you get out into that, but like up here, it's like, you know, you're in a new state every few hours, pretty much. Out there, it's like you can be in the same state for 10 hours. Missouri. And you feel like you're getting a lot less, like Kansas, straight through Kansas is a nine-hour drive. So you feel like you're getting a lot less done being in the same state. Yeah, true. But I am kind. I think it'll probably be fun. You know, it's an adventure. It's obviously, by like the end of it, you're probably so sick of driving that you don't want to see a car for a while. But I still think it's probably a pretty good time. Eric? 
we had a caller today that pointed out something that I happen to agree with, which is like by the end, you know, they're going to stay in a hotel, a different hotel, different city, lots of driving, lots of logistics and blah, blah, still fun. But like, there's a lot of work to be done too. And uh, then they're going to get to Los Angeles on Sunday and check into another hotel for five more nights. And like, so I think the second week, I think Super Bowl week's going to be tough for Seton, to be honest. But it should be a fun couple weeks that we're coming up on here. Super Bowl week. I mean, just doing something outside of the studio. We've been in here for years at this point. Month, it feels like, with the pandemic. Eric? Yes, it's been Groundhog's Day. It's your first time going on the road, Mario. So we'll definitely pump your tires up for that. Um, Next week, I'll be joining 1215 from the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had a flight to catch. Weeks and I, the camera guy, will join together from, uh, from the road. Um, so it'll be Seton and Brendan, Weeks and I from the road. Big twelve fifteen club next week. Then me and Dylan Set are your calendars. Me and Dylan are flying out together Saturday. Can't wait, Dylan. I feel bad for the person sitting in between me and you. Actually. Yeah, that's they're in tough. for a long flight. Yeah, I hope they want a Bloody Mary spilled in their lap. <laughs> that's all we got this week for the twelve fifteen club. For Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, yours truly, Maario. Have a good weekend, everyone. Stay safe if you're in the Northeast.